0: happy friday everyone on today's locked on nhl the dallas stars are still alive in the stanley cup playoffs the stanley cup final schedule has some options plus what's going on with kyle dubas these days and a look ahead to the medal rounds for men's worlds
1: Your locked on nhl your daily podcast on the national hockey league part of the locked on podcast network your team every day
0: Hello, once again, welcome to the Friday edition of Locked On NHL. I am Rachel Donner from Locked On Flyers. I'm on Twitter at R. I'm here each and every Friday with Gil Martin of Locked On Islanders. And you can find him on Twitter at Ice Wars, N-Y-R-B-S-N-Y-I. Thanks for making Locked On NHL your first listen every day. You can subscribe or follow us for free over on YouTube or on SiriusXM. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, you'll get our latest episode as soon as it's available here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Go to BirdDogs.com locked on NHL. If you enter the promo code LOCKEDONNHL, they'll throw in a free custom Bird Dogs Yeti-style tumbler with every order. How's it going this Friday, Gil?
1: It is going well. We are uh, very close to knowing who's in the Stanley Cup final, and it's a holiday weekend here in the United States. So uh, lots going on, very excited, and uh, just looking forward to knowing who the final two teams are going to be.
0: Yeah, it should be some excellent weather where we live uh, for the holiday weekend. So looking forward to getting some sunshine. Uh, The stars shone last night in Dallas, uh, staving elimination against the Vegas Golden Knights, winning in overtime three to two on a Pavelski winner. And uh, this was, you know, not a foregone conclusion here. Dallas had to come back multiple times in this game.
1: Yeah, down one, nothing, down two to one, and you know, getting the game winner on an overtime power play goal. Kind of fitting that it was Joe Pavelski too to to get the goal. He's been great all playoff long, and he's sort of the sentimental favorite on this Stars roster, where he's a great veteran. Who never won a Stanley Cup but came close so many times, and for him to sort of put the finishing touches on this game and get the game-winning goal, it just seemed fitting. He's saying, "I'm not ready to let go of this dream just yet."
0: Absolutely, and the the whole overtime uh, penalty situation. I was just looking at Braden McNabb sitting in the box, going, "What must he be thinking <laughs> right now?" You know, they could have had a a much better shot at finishing off the Dallas stars in a sweep. But, you know, I think Vegas played pretty decently in this game. Like, I I think that maybe it wasn't their best game of the series overall, but they were certainly in it, obviously by having multiple leads. Uh, What do you think like ultimately went right for the stars or wrong for Vegas here?
1: Well, I I think You know, there was a little more desperation from Dallas, but I think the other thing is special teams made a big difference. There were only three penalties in this game, two against Vegas, one against Dallas. Dallas cashed in on both power play opportunities. And, you know, when you win three to two and two of your goals are on the power play, that's the difference right there.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think the other big difference uh, in this game, Jason Robertson. So oh, yeah. his two goals were his 5th and 6th of the playoffs, which, you know, in the third round, you would think he would have had a lot more on the board by this point, but, you know, uh, I and I think that was that's been one of the issues with Dallas and their lack of overall consistency in these playoffs. I mean, they they've gotten to this point, but at the same time, You know, they've needed Jason Robertson to step up a little bit. And, you know, if it took an elimination game in the conference finals for him to do it, I mean, it's, you know, a little overdue, though.
1: A little overdue. And how about that? 11 shots on goal in this game by Jason Robertson. I mean, Jack Eichel had seven for Vegas, but 11 shots in one game and getting, you know, two goals in this contest they needed a lot more from Jason Robertson. And and last night they got it.
0: Yeah. He was not going quietly into that good night
1: (laughs) uh,
0: as they say. Um, I think the other big factor in this game was the absence of bent the captain uh, because of the suspension. And this was game one of a two game suspension. So the fact that the stars have, you know giving themselves another chance in game five of this series they've got to do it again without ben in the lineup
1: yeah and that's going to be tough but look i can't argue with the suspension i think it was the right call and you know to to have to now go on the road and do that is going to be even tougher for the dallas stars but hey you take these you got to win four in a row but you really got to win one in a row four times you take them one at a time one down one more to come on Saturday.
0: Yeah, it's it's so cliche. And uh, Joe Pavelski was being interviewed, I think it was Emily Kaplan on ESPN after the game. And, you know, he pretty much said that uh, in talking to her. And uh, I think that for the stars, to me, the confidence comes from the fact that they were able to end the game quickly in overtime that it didn't drag on um you know it in the back of my head i was like i would like this done in the next 10 minutes please and <laughs> and they oblige but you know whoever won cuz i have no horse in this race per se but um i think that element of it of how quickly the stars were able to To capitalize on that power play Uh, i thought their puck movement was excellent on it especially the play that led to the goal so it just felt like there was this extra um burst of um determination from the stars especially on that particular power play
1: The, the urgency was there and you know when you're facing elimination you need to have that urgency there uh, and look, the Stars got this far the hard way. Not, they, they, they weren't the team that was sweeping their their opponents. They battled in each and every series. And now, you know, down 3 nothing, it's a tough task. It, it, you know, it was good to see them answer that challenge. And now it, it gets tougher when you have to switch it over to Vegas and, and do it on the road. But, uh, you know, they, they've got to just dig in and and keep that attitude going yeah you
0: have to wonder you know just that extra motivation of wanting to get back home to the home fans one more time like can that power them through on the road on saturday
1: yeah and then you figure you you, if you get that game six at home if you can win that the the old adage is anything can happen in a game seven so yeah it won't be easy it it will be look Vegas is a very good team. And I, I got to say this, even in defeat, I mean, Aiden Hill continues to play very, very well. I mean, 39 saves in 42 shots. He's got Jake Ottinger, who's considered one of the better goalies in the league, playing opposite him. And Aiden Hill matched him save for save throughout this game. Yeah, the the Vegas
0: Golden Knights goaltending obviously has been a big narrative. Uh... Over the whole course of the season, as well as these playoffs and the fact that they've had you know five different goaltenders over the course of the season and and even some rotation in the playoffs, the fact that Aiden Hill, of all people, is the guy stepping up at this point. And you're right, making those saves. I think that um, his positioning is really spot on, especially when they're facing some of the offensive threats that Dallas has and the kind of rushes that Dallas puts together. Um really impressed with what Aiden Hill has been doing.
1: Yeah, he, he has stepped up and, and, you know, certainly, obviously, it's going to be important for him next year to prove that this was not just a hot streak, that this is what he's capable of doing on a regular basis. But boy, oh boy, has he made a name for himself during this playoff run.
0: I know. And, it, you know, you have to think in the back of your head, you know, should Vegas win this? And you know, the statistics would say that they are going to move forward to see Aiden Hill going up against Sergey Bobrovsky in a <laughs> Stanley Cup final. It's just it feels like a little David and Goliath, except where David, you know, has had a rough patch. <laughs> that he <has> gone through.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it, it certainly that would make for a very interesting contrast and, and story if we uh, do indeed get that matchup.
0: Yeah, I think so as well. All right. Well, we have so much more to talk about on today's show. We've got uh, some question marks with Kyle Dubas and his agent, as well as some schedule options for the Stanley Cup final coming up next.
1: But first, today's episode is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Attention, active individuals. Are you tired of sacrificing comfort for style when it comes to your active wear? Introducing Bird Dogs, the game changer in athletic shorts. They are premium shorts designed for maximum performance combined with unparalleled comfort. With their unique built-in liner, these shorts offer ultimate support and flexibility, ensuring you stay comfortable even during the most intense workouts. And here's the best part. Bird Dogs are more than just workout gear. They're versatile enough to take with you from the gym to the street without skipping a beat. Bird Dogs are made with premium, breathable fabric that keeps you cool throughout your workout activities. Order your pair of Bird Dogs today and join the thousands of satisfied customers who have made the switch. Visit birddogs.com slash locked on NHL and enter promo code locked on NHL to get a free custom Bird Dogs Yeti style tumbler with every order. Bird Dogs, where style meets comfort and performance meets perfection. Get yours now and unleash your true potential.
0: All right, Gil, uh, before we dig into the multiple options for the Stanley Cup final, I still can't believe we're saying those words (laughs) at this point. Uh, Season's almost over, man. Yeah. Um, Kyle Dubas has had a little bit of a a rough landing since being uh, let go or mutually parting ways with the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs. And... You know, it feels like the narrative of, you know, once somebody leaves Toronto, then, you know, the feeding frenzy begins (laughs) in terms of, you know, going after the person or saying negative things about the player. Now, Kyle Dubas, the former GM there. And uh, it seems like that is uh, on schedule for him right now. Yeah. And, you know, the hits keep coming. The Players Association is apparently reviewing uh, the dealings with Kyle Dubas and his agent from the Wasserman Agency uh, for a a theoretical violation of the certified agent regulations that they deal with because um, his agent uh, works for the same agency that represents Austin Matthews on the team. Now, it's a different division. Um, and a different agent, but it's within the same umbrella agency. And apparently, that's a, a no go in yeah. the regulations of the NHL PA. Um, but the regulations only apply to certified agents um, that are registered with the PA. And this guy that's Dubas's agent um, is in a different division and is not certified. So, do those rules apply to him? And what does that mean for potential future employment in the league for Kyle Dewis?
1: Yeah. I mean, this is a gray area. It's one of those things that you you, you can't just look at it and say, okay, that's the answer and and close the book. Uh, It is important, I think, for the league to avoid even the appearance of a conflict of interest. I'm not saying there is or isn't one in this case, but you can't even have it look like there could be. So Right. I get the feeling, you know, there will be a, some kind of a slap on the wrist, maybe a fine, but that this will sort of eventually be worked out without any major damage to Kyle Dubas's future employment plans or ability. But you can't have a situation where there is even the appearance of a conflict between someone representing a GM and somebody representing a player.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's... The case um, and I see them maybe clarifying those regulations on the PA side of things just to make sure, you know, that it's abundantly clear what the rules are, because, you know, as the rules are, you know, it's the spirit of the law versus the letter of the law here. Right. Right. That I don't think any rules were broken in the letter of the law, but the spirit of the law says otherwise and so I don't know if if they can enforce a fine but they they could maybe say you know don't do that again
1: right right some kind of a slap on the wrist or reprimand yeah and then, you know it, it has to pass the smell test as they say and it, like you said it, it may not have violated the letter of the law but it just doesn't look or smell right and so something has to be clarified and I don't think this is a major problem for the league at this moment but The key is to prevent it from happening in the future where it could be.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we'll see what happens with that. We'll see what happens in the continuing carousel that is the open coaching and GM positions in the the league. And you'll hear all about any hires that happen on Locked On NHL in the coming weeks. Uh, Also in the coming weeks, the Stanley Cup final and the NHL was actually really gracious. And I don't say that very often, but (laughs) um, in terms of creating two alternate schedules for the Stanley Cup final relative to if Vegas wins game five and closes out the series um, or if Dallas wins game five and that series goes to six or seven games and so in the Vegas wins game five scenario, the Stanley cup final begins on Wednesday, uh, which is, uh, you know, not as many days, but I think the perfect amount of days for a break between uh, to give Vegas the chance to rest and heal up and for people to travel and the media set up and all of that, that has to happen um, to get to Vegas, to make it hap- make it happen on time. Now, the game five is in Vegas and the first two games of the Stanley cup final would also be in Vegas in that scenario. Some of that is mitigated, but Mm. the entirety, at least in the U S the entirety of the Stanley cup finals will be broadcast on TNT. And so it's uh, a different broadcast group than was uh, game four, which is ESPN. So, There's lots of logistics going on here. And uh, the other scenario has the Stanley Cup final not beginning until a week from tomorrow on Saturday, June 3rd. That is a long time, not only for us to wait, for the Florida Panthers to wait.
1: Yeah, it is. And, I mean, they would be off for more than a week, uh, maybe a week and a half in between games. Certainly that could kill momentum. And then, you know, even under... The scenario where Vegas wins game five, you have a Wednesday game one and then a Saturday game two, which means that Florida will have played one game in about 10 or 11 days. So both scenarios, Florida's sweep, it gives them time to heal, but it may also disrupt some of the momentum that they built up uh, in the way they handled their conference final series against the Hurricanes.
0: Yeah, momentum is huge in the Stanley Cup playoffs. And uh having that much time off, like the dedication it takes to stay focused and you know, getting extra practices in can help. But at the same time, it's just like all of these guys in Florida are itching to play another game. Like they don't care who it's against in right. the final. Um, you know, the fans may have their opinions about that, but the players themselves. Don't care. So
1: Just drop the puck. (laughs) Just
0: drop the puck and let me go. So I think that it's going to be a significant challenge for both teams, regardless of of who they are, given this schedule. Because the latter schedule, even though it doesn't start until the third, the the spacing of the games is a little bit better, I think, overall. uh, Because the latter games follow the same timeline. It's really just the first um, two or three games. That are different depending on that schedule. But like once you hit June 8th, it pretty much goes, you know, in the same uh, date order. So, you know, I think that um, for fans, obviously, we don't want that much time off from hockey.
1: Exactly. Um,
0: In these latter parts of the season, I think it's remarkable given, you know, all the schedule changes we've had over the last several years, you know, due to the pandemic and everything to have a Stanley cup final start in May sounds um incredible, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I uh, just, what else are, are you thinking about these schedule options?
1: Uh, you know, I prefer from a, purely fan standpoint I prefer the if Vegas wins game five schedule I I think it just sort of is a little uh, I don't know I I don't like that big gap in between games but at the same time uh once it gets started I like the other schedule better so whatever it is it's going to be I'm just looking forward to a really good Stanley Cup final how about you?
0: Yeah, the same. And it is interesting because uh, according to the NHL schedule, the puck drop, or at least the start of the broadcast, will be at 8 p.m. Eastern regardless. Right. Uh, And even with the the games in Vegas. So that's also an interesting factor uh, in terms of start times uh, in Vegas. And, you know, we'll see if that has an effect as well. Um, You know, the the games should be good regardless, very much looking forward to them Uh, coming up next. We will talk a little bit more about the Florida Panthers just sitting and waiting and what should they be doing and and what does it look like against either of these teams? Plus uh, men's worlds are in their medal rounds this weekend. So if you're itching to watch some more hockey, we will talk about that next. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make a fast break to FanDuel during the NBA playoffs. Right now, new customers can get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. And man, the Nuggets sweeping to get into the final. Boston is clawing their way back into it. I might bet on Boston for that next win to tie things up, but uh, we'll see how the Celtics do. Uh, The best parts about betting on Fanduel are that they have great promotions every day. It's a safe and secure app. You get paid instantly. There's no better place to bet on all the playoff action, whether it's NBA or NHL. It's America's number one sports book. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel official sports betting partner of the NBA. All right, Gil. So if you're the Florida Panthers, like what are you doing now?
1: (laughs) Trying to heal a little bit from whatever bumps and bruises I have. And believe me, at at this point, after playing 100 games, give or take, every player is run down physically. So trying to recover physically and trying to stay mentally sharp, really. And maybe taking a little peek at each game and uh, getting to know both teams and their style and starting to prepare mentally for what is, you know, look, first time since what 1996 that the Panthers are in the cup finals. So, uh, you know, this is not an everyday occurrence, but it's exciting. And, you know, I'm, I'm trying to stay mentally sharp and get physically recovered. What about you? What do you think?
0: Watching a lot of tape. I think, uh, they might be watching a lot of Aiden Hill tape (laughs) in terms of trying to figure him out because, you know, he's not somebody that the Panthers are super familiar with right now. And so I think that that's going to be a a big part of it, uh, assuming that Vegas can indeed win this series at some point. But yeah, I think it's, um, you know, we talked about it in the last segment, the delay with the schedule is going to be a big challenge for them. Um, But it feels like this is a team with some destiny around it, just given everything with the way that, you know, the butterfly effect of that last game of the regular season yeah. with uh, just barely scraping into the playoffs and then just performing this way and taking down the Boston Bruins. It's almost seems like years ago now that we were talking about the Bruins as a, you know, a de facto uh, top team in this playoffs and and the Florida Panthers have turned that narrative on its head. And uh, I I'm very much looking forward to seeing what they do in the Stanley cup finals for uh, that series. And of course we have the Dallas Vegas game tomorrow night. Should it go to game six back in Dallas? That will be on Monday and a game seven would be next Wednesday. So next Wednesday is either going to be a game seven or game one of the Stanley cup finals. I will take either option.
1: Yeah, no. As long as there's hockey, right? I mean, that's bottom line.
0: Yes. Well, speaking of more hockey, the men's worlds tournament is continuing in Europe right now, and you know, as uh, somebody who doesn't normally watch men's worlds because it's kind of you know up in the air in terms of who goes over there right now, most of the top Canadian players like opted out of the tournament, uh, so it's a bit of you know, an unknown factor, but it is still some pretty fun hockey. I've been watching a lot more of it this year than I have in past years, mostly because Flyers prospect Cutter Gautier is on Team USA. Right. So it's a bit a bit of a scouting job for me. But, man, getting to these quarterfinals has been a lot of fun. Uh, the aforementioned Team USA uh, will be in the semifinals versus Germany, On Saturday, Um, USA is the only undefeated team. They beat Czechia in the quarterfinals. Germany um, beat Switzerland in their quarterfinals. That was a huge upset for them. uh, And it was a really fun game to watch. The other semifinal will be Canada versus Latvia. Latvia has been the story of men's worlds this year, having home ice advantage for a portion of the tournament. Uh, taking place in their home country. They upset Sweden in the quarterfinals, who had been the other top team in the tournament to USA. Um, and so watching that with all the Latvian fans there, it was just so much fun.
1: Yeah, and they got some great goaltending. Artur's, uh Silovs, I mean, he has been playing lights out, 40 saves uh, in, in their upset of Sweden. Outshot 41-15, and they still find a way to get the win.
0: Absolutely. Uh, yeah, the whole tournament, I think, has been a lot of fun. And you just kind of take it for what it is. You know, it's some players from the countries playing in in the tournament. You have, you know, some prospects in there. There's a few draft eligible prospects in the tournament. Uh, Fantilli has been playing for Team Canada. Um, again, you know, some prospects like a cutter Gautier are in the tournament. And then there's some NHLers. In there, as well as some top European players who you don't get to see very often. And so I think, you know, if you're looking for some extra hockey, this is a great option. Uh, the semifinals are on Saturday, and then the medal games are on Sunday. And it's wild because either Germany or Latvia is definitely going to get a medal in right. this tournament, which is so cool, I think.
1: I love it. Not the typical, not the same teams, same countries every time. So that's good.
0: No, not at all. All right. That will do it for today's show and for the week. Uh, Gil, you will be back on Monday, as always, talking to some of the other hosts from around the network about what's going on with their teams. I assume there's going to be some Stanley Cup final related interviews for that.
1: (laughs) You assume correctly.
0: (laughs) All right. Thank you once again so much for listening to Lockdown NHL here on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Have a great and safe holiday weekend for those of you in the... Just regular weekend everywhere else.